Hey friend, and welcome back to the Alex Makes VR podcast. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to share with you a lesson that I've had to learn so many times in my life, and yet I still, still run into the same goddamn problem. Let me give you some context. This podcast, I have recorded this podcast for almost a year now. I've done well over 100 episodes, if you count the bonus episodes, and uh, they've all, every single one of them, have been recorded on my iPhone. Whether I'm talking to a guest, I'll just use the iPhone as like an external microphone plugged into my laptop, or like these episodes where it's just you and me talking, I'll usually just like pace around the living room talking into my iPhone, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. And I really love this setup. It's super, super simple, super easy. The audio quality is great, I think, for for just a phone. And like I say, the workflow is great. I literally finish recording because I do these things in one take. I upload the file to Google Drive and then it's there ready and waiting to be slightly edited and then shoved up on Anchor, right? Super simple, super easy, job done. But it's coming to the end of the, t- uh, the, the financial year here in England. And so if you're going to buy equipment, it makes tax sense to buy it before the end of the tax year so that you can at least claim it against your tax bill. So there I am perusing on Amazon, seeing what little fancy things. Ooh, what can I buy? What should I buy? Bear in mind, obviously, you know, Unless you're going to make a huge purchase, it's not going to make a massive dent on the tax, but it's basically just a nice excuse to go shopping, really, I guess, is how I excuse it in my head. Ooh, I can save a little bit off the tax bill. Yeah, might as well buy that new MacBook Air. Would be rude not to, quite frankly. So there I am perusing Amazon. And it just proves that influencer marketing works because... I'd watched an episode of uh, Sarah Dietschy's YouTube channel. If you don't follow Sarah Dietschy, she's a brilliant tech YouTuber. And in her video, she's sponsored by Blue Yeti microphones. Now, for those of you listening who are quite into your tech, into your equipment, you'll know that Blue Yeti is a bit of a fan favourite for like podcasting mics. And for, you know, those YouTube setups where you can see the microphone in shot and it's just all very casual. Like Blue Yeti are... You know, they're kind of like the market leaders, I would say, for USB microphones that they're not like they're not the kind of microphone that you would take out in a film shoot, but they are the kind of microphone you would use to record a podcast, let's say. (laughs) So the fact that I'd seen it on her channel and it's coming up to the end of the tax year and and, well, I'm a podcaster, maybe it's time after 100 episodes, maybe I should invest in a proper microphone. So I do it. I bite the bullet, buy this microphone super excited about it, gets delivered today. I'm gearing up to do the podcast and I'm like, oh my God, I should do the podcast on the new microphone. This will be the first podcast on this professional podcasting microphone. It'll be so exciting. We can all partake in the excitement together. You can tell me how there's very little difference in the audio quality and I can regret the purchase. It'll be brilliant. (laughs) So I plug this microphone in and I'm desperately trying to get it to work and I can't work out like how do I know if like there's no like a there's no setting on the actual microphone itself for the gain. So I can't work out whether it's like 
going to be really quiet or not. So I'm like testing it through QuickTime. It's not picking it up. I download the specific software for this microphone. That works great. And I can see the levels moving, but there's no option to actually record through that software. So anyway, I wrestle with this software for like an hour and I'm like, do you know what? I'm just going to record on my iPhone. I'm going to, I'm going to come back to the microphone. I'll work it out. I'll work it out tomorrow. But I just, I really want to record this podcast today and I can't be bothered to faff with this new workflow. And that in a nutshell, to me, symbolises everything. This is, and it's it's funny because I can apply it to VR, which is that when there is friction involved with the workflow, you will always lose. You know, until that is a frictionless experience, until until it is so seamless to put on a VR headset, or in this case, to record on a professional podcasting mic setup, you're just not going to do it because time is the most precious thing. And it's funny because it's a lesson I have to learn over and over again with equipment. I remember when I first started Cats Not Peas and I went out and spent literally all the money I had in upgrading all of my equipment. I bought I think I bought like two different 360 camera rigs, which realistically, they went out of, um, like, I couldn't use them basically within six months because something new had come out to replace it that was better, more seamless, had internal stitching capabilities, all of that kind of good stuff. And all of a sudden that seven grand that I'd spent was completely useless. And I have to learn this lesson every so often that often it's not actually about the equipment. It's about it sounds so cliche, but it is about like what you can do with that equipment. And for me personally, I'm kind of at a point now where I want everything to be as easy and as integrated as possible. It's a bit like when you go to a client and you try to pitch them the most fantastic, phenomenal, high tech, exciting, creative, original project in the world. And all they want is something that does the job. Does it well? Does it quick? Does it cheap? Is easy to integrate in what they've already got? That's what they want. They don't want the thing with the bells and whistle on, usually. So anyway, just thought I'd share that lesson with you. So here we are, episode 99, and I'm still recording on my iPhone for now. <laughs> maybe maybe the official episode 100 will be the first episode of the podcast recorded on a professional microphone, just as I'm about to take a break. That is so typical. Anyway, hope you enjoyed that ramble. And I can't wait. Maybe I just won't even, I won't remind you next week when I'm using that podcast mic. And then at the very end of the episode, I'll ask you if you noticed any audio difference and you'll all be like, nope. And I'll be like, great. (laughs) What's the returns policy on this thing? Ah, Damn you, Sarah Dietschy and your brilliant influencer marketing. (laughs) Okay. What was I actually going to talk about in this episode? Ah, yes, accountability. Today, we're going to talk about mindset. We're going to talk about accountability. I think accountability is one of the hardest things to integrate into your life. We've talked about motivation several times in episodes. And although uh, motivation kind of shows up when it wants, we all know that the hack to motivation is just showing up regardless. That actually motivation, sometimes it will show up, but usually you can get motivation to come to you by starting the task that you want to get done. But accountability feels a little bit harder. I don't know why, because I feel like accountability and motivation are are kind of part of the same spectrum. 
And I could be alone in thinking that, but the way I think about accountability is accountability is kind of like the reason you do something, right? It's it's the thing that kind of motivates you. So I guess when we think about accountability, the my immediate thoughts are it's a goal. It's a goal that holds you accountable to making progress on something. So if your goal is to create a business, then accountability the, the goal itself is the accountability to show up every day, to set up your website, to write emails to new clients, to put together a pitch deck, to have conversations, to network, to build a social media presence. It's the accountability that, to that goal that makes you do those things. Accountability, the, I guess the best form of accountability that I see in day-to-day life is financial accountability. This is a big one for me. I personally am very, I'm very accountable when it comes to either earning or spending money. So what do I mean by that? Well, when a client pays you, obviously that holds you accountable. If you've ever done anything for free, for for a mate or for like a new business, you'll you'll know that you're a little bit more lapse on your timelines, on your deadlines, right? Because you're not as accountable. They're not paying for it. So you can be a little bit more flexible with things, you know? You maybe shouldn't feel like that, but that is the truth. Being paid for something makes you show up, makes you deliver on time, makes you deliver to a very high standard. And likewise, when you spend money, whether that be on something like a coach or um, a course or even, even in everyday life, we are held accountable by our bills. The very nature of living in a capitalist society holds you accountable to show up and build a business or build a career for yourself that you love because you have to work. That is unfortunately the world we live in until universal basic income becomes a thing. You know, and even then, like showing up and earning money so that you can buy the things that you want to buy. The fact that you've got a mortgage to pay every month, the fact that you need food to put on the table holds you accountable to showing up to your job. Financial incentive is a massive form of accountability. But the biggest problem I find is that it's very, very hard outside of having a goal that is bigger than you, outside of having financial incentive, holding yourself accountable to things is very, very difficult. And that's a really bizarre thing to acknowledge, isn't it? It's weird to think that we can be accountable to other people very easily, whether that be paying someone else, being paid by someone else, having a deadline having standards that we need to hit. We can be held accountable very easily to other people because we don't want to let those people down. Even in your personal life, you will be held accountable to do things. You will do things for your partner, for your family, for your friends, because you you care about people, therefore you're accountable to them. If someone asks something of you, you will most likely be held accountable to do that thing just because that's just the way we work as humans, as social creatures. But when it comes to holding yourself accountable to make progress with your business, with your project, with your art, with your career, it's really, really difficult. 
It's funny, I've had this conversation with friends so many times about the fact that I feel like the reason I'm not very accountable to myself is because I am very driven by doing good for other people. I need to see the kind of project from the other person's point of view because I know if it's going to make a big impact on their business, that make, that drives me, that makes me want to do it even more. Whereas when it comes to my own personal projects, I find it a little bit harder to be accountable because, you know, it's a, it's a nice idea in my head, but I don't necessarily feel the same drive as bringing someone else's idea into fruition. And maybe that doesn't resonate with you. Maybe you are a very self-driven person. And if you have the secret on how to hold yourself accountable, please let me know. But even I find the people that are accountable to themselves, usually there is some kind of external factor that is driving them, whether it's seeking external validation for the project that they're trying to do, or whether there is someone else involved, like a team member or kind of a co-pilot on the project, someone they are working with. By working with someone else, you're automatically holding yourself a bit more accountable. This was something that I've learned over the last year, um, especially with the podcast. I mean, I have a form of accountability to you guys every single week because, you know, one of the best things in the world is when the podcast goes live. Well, Full disclosure, I'm usually still asleep because it goes live at 6am in the UK. But by the time I've woken up, I see the numbers on the podcast. And that to me represents like a whole room of people that have already listened to the podcast before I've even woken up. I'm accountable to getting that out to you guys because I don't want to disappoint you. I love the idea that it's part of your Monday morning routine or whenever you listen to the podcast. That's a form of accountability. But it's also a form of accountability hiring someone to help me with the admin side of the podcast, to keep me accountable to showing up and doing it because I know I'm paying that person's wages. You know, that's another form of accountability. Makes me want to do it even more. And it also gives me a deadline to do it because I know I have to do it by a certain date. When I first started the podcast, I would record the episodes kind of really haphazardly. Um, And I know when I very first started, I did it daily to get in the routine. But then after that, I would kind of record maybe like three episodes all in one go. And then I wouldn't record for like a week and a half. And then I'd record one. And then I'd record one another day. And then I'd record maybe like two. And then I'd take two weeks off. And, you know, really kind of like all over the place. Whereas um, as soon as I started working um, with Charlotte, it kind of very much held me accountable because I knew that I had to give her the podcast every single week. I had to give her the files. I had to give her, um, you know, my thoughts on what the social media assets should be or things like that. So within that, I built myself this accountability and that worked really well for me. So I think my message to you is to think about what kind of person you are. Are you someone that needs external accountability? If it's for your own project, maybe the way you do that is by getting someone else involved maybe getting someone, not a friend, because again, it's difficult to be held accountable to a friend because you know realistically that if you wanted to move the deadline, you could, you know, but finding someone to be accountable and giving yourself some kind of forfeit or some kind of of reason why you cannot move that deadline. 
Find someone, maybe a mentor, maybe someone who you aspire to work with, something like that to, to just be like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to do this thing in two weeks time. And if I've not done it, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, Z, um, or, you know, reaching out to someone and kind of, who's not necessarily a close friend to hold you accountable. And this is obviously very specific to work, but you could apply this to like personal life goals as well. Um, and a big thing I think that I found in the realm of like personal life stuff is, is I've signed up to like private memberships, like to hold me accountable. Again, it's like a little fi- financial incentive, but also there's like this weekly routine built into that. So for example, I pay like for a, for a coach um, in an area of my personal life. And I know that every Monday, like clockwork, I'm going to be on that call and I'm going to need to have delivered on what I said I was going to do. You know, I've got access to private communities where I'm held accountable to the fact that I'm paying for that every single uh, month. And so I want to benefit from that. So finding things like that, that you can you can kind of hack your own accountability sensors. Almost you can find ways to hold yourself accountable. You might not suffer with (laughs) with not being held accountable to yourself, maybe maybe you're the kind of person that's actually the opposite. And actually you need help being accountable to other people because you are very driven on your own projects. But when it comes to showing up for other people, that's where you suffer. And actually it's, it's hindering your ability to be able to build a business or, or get clients. So maybe you need to work on how do you be accountable to other people? How do you build that? It's almost like building that muscle, a little bit like motivation in the way that you need to kind of show up every day. Accountability. We need to find ways to make ourselves accountable. And this is one of those episodes where I don't really feel like I do have the answers. These were just some of my musings on the subject. But it is a subject that I've been really thinking a lot about. And it's something that I hear echoed back by a lot of my fellow creatives. And so I wanted to put the episode out there just to let you know that A, you're not alone. To let you know some of the ways that I've found have worked for me. But I'm definitely still finding ways that I can improve in this area. So yeah, find find what works for you. Let me know. I want to hear what you have found works for you. And just a very brief plug, um, absolutely no pressure. If you're early on in your journey, I would suggest that you take some time to really define what it is that you want from your career or business first. But if you are a little bit further along your journey, um, I am offering one-to-one coaching now. I've got a few clients already. I'm really excited about it. This is a totally new area for me. I'm very used to consulting with um, big corporations and working with big kind of clients uh, on on how to implement VR into their businesses. But I've never really worked one-on-one with independent creators or small business owners like myself. So this is new territory, but I'm really loving it so far and already seeing some really amazing results from the people that I'm working with. If you're interested in uh, in kind of pursuing some one-to-one coaching with me, then email me. It's alexmakesvr at gmail.com. And we can have a bit of a back and forth to see if it's a good fit. 
Um, And part of that is that accountability. I think the number one reason that I pay for a coach personally is is accountability. It's not that I don't necessarily know what I need to do. It's more for the fact that I need someone where I can soundboard with them and I'm accountable to the fact that I'm paying them every month. So I really want to make sure that I'm doing the best I can. And also it's nice to have someone to kind of, you know, to, to give you the outsider's perspective, especially on things that they themselves have already done. So my expertise is obviously, um, you know, building an immersive production company, selling and promoting and marketing VR and 360 work to clients and also to um, the consumer space. I've kind of done a little bit of everything in this industry, as you know, if you've listened to all of these podcast episodes, but also just kind of like to be someone to soundboard technical stuff off. This is a really hard industry to be in a lot of the time. It's a very lonely industry and it's a very lonely thing to do to kind of pursue a, a freelance or, or to build a business. It's a very isolating experience and so to have someone to kind of bounce off of to to be that accountability partner is sometimes a really good idea anyway that's my plug if it's of interest like I say email me alexmakesvr at gmail.com but if not think about some of these things that we've talked about in today's episode and let me know what works for you. Let me know if you found anything else that really works. Have you got another hack that I've not even thought of? I would love to hear. And maybe in like a month's time, we'll do a check-in episode where I kind of share some people's thoughts. Uh, And if I found any new ways of holding myself accountable. So yeah, that's it from me, guys. As always, you can reach out to me. It's AlexMakesVR on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you so much for listening to this iPhone recorded podcast episode, maybe for the last time ever. Who knows? (laughs) And have a great day wherever you are in the world. And I will speak to you in the next one.